Voices of Hope is a podcast of New Hope Presbyterian Church of Castle Rock, Colorado. New Hope is a church that puts people first. You can listen to our sermons and podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any other popular podcast platforms. On Sunday, August 14th, we started a new series called Into the Wild. We're a church in transition, going into a wilderness, but we know who we are and where we want to go. Today we're starting a new series uh, called Into the Wild, and thought this would be appropriate for us now because it's been about two weeks since Russ's retirement, and we're kind of just in the midst of the wilderness together. And I love the story of the Israelites. I love it because I think it's a story that happens time and time again, that we repeat the same things the Israelites do. And we can say that we know better because we have that story and and Jesus came, so we have all that knowledge, but we're still the Israelites wandering in the desert. And when you wander in the desert, like the Israelites, in the scripture from today uh, that uh, Lincoln and Autumn read for us, that the Israelite people began to forget God and what God had did, done for them. In the Old Testament, most often that you hear that God doesn't say, I am the Lord your God, but there's always a tag on after that when he's speaking to the Israelites. Most times it's saying, I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. God is reminding them constantly of what God has done for them because they're very forgetful people. And God wants to remind them any chance God gets. Because Israelites drifted away from God in the wilderness when, whenever, whenever they finally had everything they needed. They kind of had that fluency of like, we don't really need anything else. And then when they feel like they've done everything on their own power, that's when they started to drift and forget what God had done for them. Because it became more about them and what they did. So then you forget what others had done for you. You're focusing on yourself. So for God talking in scripture today, in verse 7, there's some specific things that God kind of points out to them. God is talking about kind of the streams and water, if you remember that part, that this was informing them and reminding them that this is part of the the promised land that God was bringing them to. So God is reminding them even in that moment of the things that are yet to be. And then in verse 4, it has this weird reference to clothing. And look this up, and it's actually a specific garment that the Israelites wore on the outside uh, when they fled Egypt in the Exodus. And so it's like these very specific things that God just keeps pointing to when he's talking to the Israelites about remembering what God did for them, where they came from, because they had forgotten And we forget about things in our lives all the time, right? There's all kinds of different forgetfulness. There's the forgetfulness where you walk into a room and you're like, what was I looking for? And then you have to walk back out and walk back in to see if you know what it was. There's the forgetfulness where maybe somebody in your family or a friend is is telling a story of a memory they have and then you're like, I remember that completely differently, right? Different experiences have different memories. And so, when the Israelites are in the wilderness, I think one of the things what makes them forget is because the wilderness is chaotic, the wilderness is unpredictable, the wilderness has its challenges, the wilderness is dangerous, 
And so when you're stressed and you're trying to just survive every day, then your brain kind of goes into a mode of pretty much nothing else. All it is is survival. How do you make, get the next meal? How, what's the next thing? How do you stay alive? And so then you don't think often about the past or the present. You're often thinking about the future. This is one of those problems uh, we have in our own society when it comes to extreme poverty for people, that they are in that state of mind all of the time of survival. So there isn't time to think about applying for different jobs or managing money differently, but it's all, all about trying to get that next meal and the next bill paid for. So when you're stressed, then you start to forget. You start to forget, and, and then you try to control. You try to control things so, so that you feel some sort of control and something that is very uncontrollable. In transitions, often, people solve problems to make us feel in control and solve problems that maybe nobody's asking to solve. Have you ever experienced that? So we often, when we forget, when we forget the trust in God that we have, then we want to control things, and then it becomes about us and what we're doing. For the sermon today, I titled it, Never Forget, and we often, when we hear that phrase, we often think of things like Pearl Harbor and 9-11, right? That's a tragedy that we won't ever forget, and it, it kind of informs us how to live into the future in some way. But I also want to talk about elephants. There we go. Talk about elephants. And what we can learn from elephants. So there's a generalization that an elephant never forgets, right? But that's not totally true. They're just like humans. They'll forget, like us. But they have a remarkable memory for, uh, for an animal. And researchers have seen that they will remember, uh, especially the the female elephants who become the leaders of a herd, which are often called matriarchs, uh, that they remember who are friends and who are enemies. And then they also remember where they've gotten water and food before, so that they often go back to those places, even if they've been gone for a long time. And I'm sure if you're online at all, you've seen videos, cute videos of People, I've seen a couple of these people who helped raise some elephants and then re release them into um, the wild. And when they see him in the wild, they come running and they remember this person who helped them in captivity. And then, I don't know if you have heard about the story that happened this summer, back in June, that there was a 68-year-old woman in India who died by getting trampled by an elephant. And then, this is kind of dark, but kind of funny. So, <laughs> so then what happened at the funeral, the elephant showed up again and trampled the corpse of the woman. And then trampled her house, destroyed her house. And nobody really knows exactly why, but there's kind of this rumor that it's because this woman had been involved with a, uh, a poaching group that had killed her baby. And so the elephant, the theory, the rumor goes that the elephant remembered that. 
So elephants, researchers have found, because of this memory they have, because of they remember where food is, remember who's their friends and who's their enemies, that that's why they have such long lifespans. That they've been able to survive longer because they have that memory, and that informs how they live and what they avoid. So sometimes I think when we talk about history and remembering, or never forgetting, we often think it's about preserving something. But it can also be a marker for who we are and where we are going. Because if we don't remember where we came from and what God did for us, then we can't really give a direction of where we're going to go. I think there's moments in our own lives that we have and moments that we just can't forget, whether they're good or bad. There's memories of trauma that really informs us. If we've been hurt by certain people, then we're going to avoid people like that. If we've been, uh, have great memories of things, we always try to recreate something like that to get the same feeling. Nostalgia is one of those things, and you know, uh, pop culture and uh, Hollywood and everything like that really takes advantage of that. They want to squeeze every ounce of money out of it. That if you recreate something that was in the past that was a hit, then people are going to love it. It's going to give that nostalgic feeling. So we have different types of moments in our lives that we cannot forget, and it informs how we live now. Transitions somehow make us forget, because there isn't certainty. It's kind of gray. It kind of feels like we're kind of wobbly. We don't really know what's going on. We don't know what's going to come. And for us right now, we know we have an interim pastor coming September 1st. But then we still have in the back of our mind, but what comes after that? So we're kind of in this place where we have an unforeseeable future that then we begin to forget the knowable past and to be present here and now. So AJ, I should really know how to say this. Let's call him AJ. You could try and figure out how to say the last name. But AJ said this, he said, remembering is a godly act, time and again retrieving the truth of God in the present. Perhaps this is why St. Paul constantly reminds the early churches of the gospel of Jesus. The church is the one that so easily forgets it. God's people are indeed saved from their sins, but apparently not from bad memory, right? And this is why I like the story of the Israelites. And then if you, if you really know the story of the Israelites and you look at church history, you begin to see the same cycle again and again and again. That the church does have a bad memory. That once we get comfortable in a certain spot, then we only, we kind of forget God. We'll talk about God a lot, but we're not living as if we trust and know God. I think for us, one of the great things uh, a couple weeks ago at Russ's retirement service is that we, we shaped it around not just Russ, but also the story of New Hope and where New Hope came from, how it started, and all the different challenges it faced along the way. And that helps inform us of where are we going to go from here. Because New Hope wasn't just Russ, New Hope isn't just you, New Hope, New Hope isn't just myself, New Hope is all the people that have come and gone and been a part of this community and, and, and are invited to be a part of something bigger than themselves. I also think of last week when we had 
a prayer gathering here in the sanctuary for the community uh, that were mourning the loss of these high school students from CV. And it was a moment where I heard a lot of people from New Hope say, this is what we do, we are a community church. And it's one of those things, remembering of who we are and why we're here, that informed what we were doing in that moment. That it's a way that we're, we're not just a church for Presbyterians, we're not just a church for the people here, but we're a church for everyone in our community, even if they don't go here. And it was, it was, a, it was one of those great moments where you got to see people in the church, people in the community come together and help make something like that happen. So it wasn't just about us putting it on, but it was joining with the community. So when we remember our story, when we remember where we came from and who we are and what we do well as a church, that helps inform us how we go forward so that we're not just sitting and waiting around, but that we're doing what God has called us to do as this church. So how do we remember? What's some ways that can help us remember things and remember that God is in our presence, that God has not left us? Uh, Stuart Strachan says, God gives us a variety of practices to remember. Sabbath, the sacraments of baptism, and the Lord's Supper each exist to remind us of some significant aspect of our faith and the God who created, redeemed, and sustains us each day. So the question for us to answer is, will we remember? We do communion once a month. In the church I grew up in, we did it uh, quarterly. And there's different thought process about this. Quarterly was the idea of like, well, then it doesn't become just habitual, that it means something more when it's less often. Because the thought was if we do it more and more often, then it just becomes, you just don't even think about it anymore. I think it's good to do more often because it helps center us and remind us on God's promises to us. We're going to have a baptism next week. Those are one of the things we gather around and reminds us of who God is and the, the promise that God has on our lives. And it reminds us of our own responsibilities as a community to help raise those little ones who are baptized. So some practices that I've thought of that can kind of help us remember of course, gratitude. Talked about this lately as something that Russ kind of started and it helps remind us of the blessings in our lives and that we don't get stuck in a rut where we just think of all the negative things, but gratitude for the ways in which God has been working in our lives. So when we, when we practice gratitude, we remember the things that God has done. We remember what God has done so that we don't get so in a rut that we don't think that God could do it again. Therapy, in a way, of not so much, you could go to therapy, yes, that's part of it. I couldn't think of a better word for this, but I'll explain it. It's a way of, when you remember stories, even if you remember stories that hurt, if you remember stories that, that kind of inform your life in some negative ways, to put yourself back in that story, but in the other person's shoes, to try and see it from a different perspective. That helps you remember in a different way. Helps make it more whole and rounded. And then relating, relating new information that you get to things you already know. 
illustrations do that. Jesus did that often with his parables by saying, you have heard it this way, but now I say to you this way. Or have you heard this, and it's like this, the kingdom of God is like this. Illustrations of things that we know to help us remember of God's promises. And then, of of course, prayer. Prayer is something that uh, has changed a lot for me over time. Prayer, I had this little plaque in our house, I think in seminary at some point. It's probably at Goodwill now, um, or someplace like that. But it it said prayer is more about uh, changing us. And for a while I struggled with that. I was like, no, it's, it's about praying to God and asking God for things. But the more I've grown, the more I've matured in my faith, the more I've been in ministry, really it, it is about letting God change us. It's helping us focus on things that God wants us to focus on. When we pray, it's doing something to our hearts and changing something in us so that God can work in us more and more. So prayer is a way to help us remember what God wants us to do. So all this talk about remembering, forgetting, things like that, you may feel like, well, what if I forget? What happens then? Well, there's always grace. I think that's the cool thing about the Israelite story. I think it's the cool thing about any of our stories, that even when we fail, even when we forget, even when we stray, God still pursues us. God still has grace for us. God does not give up on us. With the Israelite story in the Old Testament, more and more stories kind of repeated itself, and then Jesus came, and that's God pursuing us. And then the church started, and the church kind of had the same cycles in the early beginnings as Israelites and trying to figure out who's welcome to this table and all these things. And then the rest of the church throughout history until now, we have had cycles of forgetting, then remembering. But God has not left us. God doesn't give up on us. Jesus is proof of that. The Holy Spirit is the proof of that. Communion and baptism is proof of that. And so for us as a church, as we continue these weeks ahead, I want us to think about how God is still with us. God is not left, but God continues to pursue us with the unconditional love, the life-changing love that God gives us. And I think that's good news for all of us. That God continues to pursue even if we forget. But if we remember, that's going to help us move ahead into the path that God has for us. Amen? Would you pray with me? God, may you open our eyes to the ways in which you help us remember what you have done for us. Remember the ways in which we as a church have gone through different turmoils, conflicts, different ways in which we weren't sure of where we were going, but we trusted in you and you provided. May we trust in that. May we trust that you are with us every step of the way. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to Voices of Hope. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. Go in peace and have a wonderful week.